0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Roderick Strong. And you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. <laughs> this is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And
1: you're watching Going In Raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, And you're watching Going In Raw. You like
1: that? Hey, friendos, Steve here. And Lars. And yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com. And available YouTube. wherever podcasts can be found. Yeah, that's right. We're in the audio. Look, if you like uh, Spotify, we're there. Yeah. If you like CastBox, we're there. Stitcher, we're there. Apple iTunes app. We are there. All of them I think That's right And of course we're on the YouTube uh, Hit that subscribe button And the little notify bell next to it If you always want to, Man we got some fun stuff uh, coming up Maybe tomorrow I want you to be able to like Really Oh Do a job Do a good job
2: on Oh it. it's gonna be It's gonna be ready tomorrow
1: Oh you think so? Yeah yeah If it's not No it'll be ready tomorrow We've got something else in the can But we got something really fun tomorrow Oh okay Well best of can go up tomorrow Yeah
2: no, But I really want the draft Or mock drafts to go up tomorrow Oh wow you just outed it yeah, why not? <laughs> we got we were saying we were going to do it. We got ourselves a draft. Yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to it. We just got to shoot the rest of stuff today, and I got nothing to do. There's no rest on the watch tonight. I, I know my car. Co- I got go to after the kids go to bed. I got nothing to do.
1: I got to go to uh, Spirit Halloween So are You going to go with me? Tonight? Yeah, I
2: might get some. Uh, try to find some glasses.
1: This going to be fun. This is be really fun. Yeah, I'm not going to be using my glasses. If you
2: want to use my glasses, no, I want something different.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up tomorrow. Um, and uh, now that I
2: say that something will happen, I can't. I won't be able to do it. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know, exactly.
1: So, uh, let's just dive into this. Coming off of Hell in a Cell, uh, you know, the most controversial, I would think, WWE pay-per-view.
2: And there's one where the lights went out.
1: Of the year. Oh, the year, sorry. Uh, <laughs> was that even, yeah, that was, that was an in-your-house yeah, it was in-your-house. It in your house where uh, that went out. didn't really count.
2: And they had to do it again the next day or two days later.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, that happened. And then we were starting to get a couple, like, uh, reports uh, from Sean Ross Sapp, specifically, about backstage things going on, you want to break down that break, break that down. I a little mean, in
2: short, is is he reached out to his sources? Um, this is all on Fightful Select. He had this a lot of this up this, like Sunday night.
1: Yeah. By the way, we've said this before, but Fightful Select,
2: do yourself a favor, man.
1: Just yeah, just get it. it. It's do great. It. It's really fantastic.
2: Um, so in short, uh, Fightful spoke to one source that said Vince was laughing off uh, the crowd reaction. And then another source says, no, that seemed like it might be a case where uh, people are trying to blame Vince for stuff because they have their own agendas and don't want to be associated with something. They got a, a bad reception. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, a lot of talent or other people backstage that Fifel spoke to uh, considered it uh, confusing, mm-hmm. uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so that was just reception backstage. Seeing the match, the general uh, uh, reaction to uh, everything uh, from the WWE Universe. Yeah. It was nearly universally uh, dumped on. Yeah. It seemed like us and a handful <laughs> of the people were like, okay, well, I mean, this is the story they're telling. We get the story they're telling. It might not be satisfying as a one night thing. Yeah. Wait and see how it plays out. That was kind of our attitude. It's like, okay, this is the story they're telling. It's different than how they normally approach their stories. Yeah. But then I was kind of hoping they'd address something, not obviously people's reaction to it last night, other than having a brief little recap. Like, even just have a tweet from Seth, I don't know, something, Yeah. where either he goes, yeah, I went too far last night, I'll see you on Raw next week, just something. I know. Because by not addressing it, by not doing anything with it, it makes it seem like, okay, we're going to step back and and, and and maybe not follow through on the vision we had initially. That was my idea, at least.
1: Yeah, The uh, it, the show came off last night as, I thought there was some good stuff going on. But all in all, it came off as a bit, and this is weird to say this about a television show, but sometimes the television show is indicative of the emotions and personality of Vince McMahon. Or at least you can try to project that. It felt self-conscious last night. It did. The show felt a bit on the self-conscious side. A little bit. Yeah, there was no Seth. uh, And there there was a recap of it, but they didn't even mention. And that was late in the show. And that was really late in the show. It was like the last, I think it was right before the main event segment. Yeah. Um, I kinda don't care about the Braun Strowman Tyson oh, Fury. I don't stuff. care
2: at all about that. <laughs> I don't care at all. Yeah. It's
1: gonna happen in a show I'm not even gonna watch. Right, exactly. We're gonna do a charity stream during the next Saudi Arabia show, so that's when that's gonna take place. That's so. on
2: Halloween, so we'll dress up too.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so I kind of just don't care about that. Um
2: I mean, if I wasn't gonna watch the show, I can't really say I care much about it. I would yeah, I know, even
1: it. if it was like a mania thing, it'd it's be just, just like I mean like whatever. what's
2: Tyson Fury, I imagine, like, the reason he's doing it, it's like, hey, I mean, they've been saying he's a lifelong WB fan. Wish fulfillment for him. He gets to step in that ring and he have some like fun. It seemed like he was having a good time. But, like, what does it really do for Braun? He wins,
1: so he beats. He Every, beats. The funny thing is, like, we've been saying that Braun is the big show, like, celebrity guy right yeah, now. I know. And now everybody's cluing into it also. You, you check yeah. on Twitter and people are like, oh, yeah, he's just
2: sort of the big show. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But, like, if he wins... All right, you beat a guy who, yeah, he's heavyweight. I mean, I'd mean, be a hard time, hard time believing that Tyson Fury to come in here and take an L. But then if Braun loses to that's Tyson terrible. Fury, that's oh, awful. that's awful! That's really bad. That's terrible. Yeah, terrible. Either way, it's not good for Braun. It's I really like the uh, I liked
1: all the uh, I liked everything in the women's division last night. Mm-hmm. I thought that the champions showcase number one. I think it's a great idea. I love the champions showcase. They've done it twice now. I think it's great. Yeah. Um. And I thought last night was no exception. I really like. That uh, And I hope they expand on it a bit more, uh, although they probably won't, the Becky Asuka stuff. You know, she said, I got a score to settle over here. Uh, last time I, I hooked up with Asuka, I took the L. I don't think she's ever beat her. Yeah. And, uh, and she said, so I have a score to settle. And so we've got, you know, there is, there is extra, uh, you know, there is extra meat to that particular matchup last time. Well, it
2: night. was, it was it's, it, I hate to bring this up again. It's a Hogan Warrior situation. It says Becky's opportunity to make up for all the lo- for the loss, mm-hmm. <laughs> including yeah. that major one, the Rumble, when she tapped out. Yeah, I would
1: hesitate to uh, to use those names in comparison to two of my favorite performers right now. <laughs> well, I mean, Gier Hogan wants one last match,
2: man. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, but he confirmed it. <laughs> I don't feel like it's the first time he's confirmed it. Um, he probably wants to win the title in this last match, too. Yeah, he does. Of course, he does. Both titles. Uh, I so. don't mean directly anything related to the particular individual I know what you're talking about. It's I the know. idea that you have a story where someone who lost in the past gets to a program of someone who beat him to get that win back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, We got more mist last night. That was cool, and then we had they brought back in Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to sort of. So I liked that there was just a whole lot of stuff going on, and then Mm -hmm. and then we had the last woman standing match, which that was a lot of fun. I thought was I thought was (laughs) terrific. Natalia got her got her ass whooped most of the uh, most of the match. I know, and then that spot at the end I thought was terrific. Yeah, I thought it was a really good spot. Uh, The big power bomb off the uh, still kind of surprised
2: that Natty win because uh, yeah, uh, Lacey Evans could have used a pretty major win. Yeah, I know,
1: I know um this kind of feels like blow off yeah you think last woman standing in a high profile raw match that's got to be blow off like right the ninth match but they have so. a win? that yeah, is it's kind weird. of
2: weird it's weird that is oddball we had someone on uh twitter i forgot who referred to the the finish as a mike awesome spot mm-hmm, yeah. yeah yeah it's always great mike Should. awesome would just powerbomb people off anything through anything it was great yeah didn't he powerbomb like a
1: an icp member off a of bus once yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Or on a bus, and then the guy slid yes, off. Yes,
2: yes, yes. That's what it was. Oh, and well, slid
1: off. That's, that's funny. It was, WCW would have been way cooler if
2: they had a power bomb off the bus. Yeah, that's still pretty cool on top of the bus. And then yeah, It was a
1: rad spot. Mike Awesome
2: was. Oh, man awesome he was awesome yeah that match where he's was manhandling uh uh spike deadly over the place toss him out of the ring <laughs> yeah that is next level crazy all sorts of
1: stuff going on today though the the, the 2k20 uh my career trailer dropped yeah uh, where they blatantly ripped off Rawgate our storyline so that's kind of
2: irritating but uh what, what are you gonna do can't do much about it man you can't do we anything We copyright we're even <laughs> trademarking that stuff oh man maybe we should be on top of it you think so let's get some lawyers uh, that sounds expensive. So
1: yeah, I don't know. Raw felt a bit. It, it like I said, it felt a bit self-conscious. Take that for what you will. There was stuff to like, but all I don't know. All in all didn't feel like it was terribly
2: consequential.
1: I'm very. I'm very confused about my thoughts and emotions about uh, Lashley Lana opening up the show with like almost a live cuckolding situation.
2: Yeah. Um. I, it's, it's, I, it's definitely. It's, like they're letting they they they're finally Lashley has an opportunity to show his personality. And he was pretty good last night. He was really good last night. Uh, I shouldn't. Here's the thing. I understand
1: completely that I probably shouldn't like this. I should be like, no, I want like wrestling
2: and stuff. But I find it endlessly amusing. It's being carried by the the personalities involved. Because yes, yeah, Rusev's doing a fine job. Yeah, he's expressing uh, frustration, exasperation, all the emotions you would think hurt. Yeah, really well. And then when he goes into his, his fits of rage, it's good. Yeah. Uh, you got Orton and Corbin laughing at him. <laughs> That's fine. Come on, I know. And you got Lashley The two biggest some... D-bags in the company. Yeah, you got, you got Lashley finally having an avenue by which to show some real personality. Yeah. Because I thought he was funny last night. I know, man. Is it yeah. bad? Yeah.
1: It's really... But here's the thing. is what I've always said about wrestling. You can be good. You can be bad. Just don't be boring. And last night... Opening the show after the most controversial finish where everybody's ready to tear into the WWE. They open the show with that. I know.
2: That's hilarious. It takes some
1: moxie. It does. Maybe it maybe the show wasn't self-conscious. I don't know. Because he opened the show with no, that. No, I
2: kind of feel like that is. So let's do the, the thing most diametrically opposed oh, to. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You're
1: over over yeah okay. overcompensating. Overcompensating, for, yeah. For,
2: oh, people are getting ready to dump on this yeah. particular spot. Let's not even address the elephant in the room until you know right before the main event. Mm-hmm. And just barely at that point. Yeah. Anyway, show kicks off with uh, a Rusev-Lashley recap from the previous week. Um, and then we go to the show open. And then that's more or less interrupted. They're going to have Orton versus Rusev kick off the show. But instead, Orton and uh, King Corbin are out there beating up Rusev.
1: Okay, so it didn't skip for me. That's literally how, like, we showed yeah, yeah, the yeah, ring yeah. and they're already beating him down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I thought that was actually pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is... This is neat. You're it's right different. in the action. Yeah, No different. entrances. You're right in the action. Don't worry
2: about any pyro to kick off the show. None of that. You're just right into a beatdown. Yeah. Uh, Rusev eventually gets the upper hand. He does clear the ring. And that's when Bob Lashley shows up on the Titantron, and is like, hey, Rusev, you see this robe? Look familiar. It's your robe, which means I must be in your house. Not just that. I'm in your bedroom. The great thing is, it
1: was so poetic the way you're saying, and if I'm in your house, I must be in your bedroom. Oh, so good. And if I'm in your bedroom, there must be a bed here. <gasps> this must be your bed. It looks so <laughs> comfy. Right. I mean,
2: obviously a hotel room they dressed up to. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, wow, this looks really comfy. I should give this a try so he takes off the bathrobe, <laughs> slides into the cover. He says, well, if I'm in your bed, there's something missing. There's yeah. someone missing here. <laughs> And he's cuddling up with a pillow. Yeah. Um, he's so man. He's so
1: I'm so glad that they're they're able to show off some Lashley personality because the dude does have it regardless of what people think. He does have it. If you watch his last run in impact, I'm sure plenty of his in, run in impact. But I personally yeah. experienced his last run in impact. He's great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Give him some So let continue. You're doing anyway, a really so, good job. So he's in bed. He's like, well, someone's missing. If this is your bed <laughs> and <laughs> your oh, it's your wife and then walks Lana, and she's got a, like a silk robe on some yeah. lingerie underneath. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "All right, come on." Mm-hmm. And so she takes the robe off, slides in the bed, um, and then he's cuddling with her and talking trash to Rusev. Yeah. And then Lana proceeds to take her brazier off.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then it was—it's funny uh, Carlos V here in chat points it out. It is, and this is not new, but it is funny still, especially in this situation. How Lana still has dropped her accent, except when she says Rusev. I know.
2: I know. <laughs> That's got to be direction,
1: direction. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, and then he proceeds to sort of uh, basically, I, I mean, I know this whole thing has been a Rusev face turn after he came out initially, kind of, I guess, as a heel yeah. with Maria Else that one week. But uh, he says, you know, this whole time you should have been, instead of sending money to your family in need in Bulgaria, you should have been spending mm-hmm. it on Lana. You should have been spending your money on Lana. Yeah, exactly. And so they
2: start snuggling. Lights go out. Mm-hmm. Um and then they cut to Orton and Corbin. They're laughing at Rusev yet again. Yeah, uh, Rusev fit rage, lays them out.
1: <laughs> Stop laughing at me! I
2: know. Uh, drives Randy into the ring a ring post. Mashka kicks for both Baron and Randy. Yeah, uh, good crowd reaction too.
1: Rusev's great. Uh, who would have thought that Randy Orton and Baron Corbin? I mean, uh, th- this is the pairing that, like, I didn't know that I needed. I know. But it's so great because you know that these guys in real life are probably just Ds, man. They're probably just Ds. I know.
2: And it's hilarious. And, like, the timbre of their voices, they're similar enough. Like, I imagine right. they could play off each other really well. Yes.
1: I need more of this. I didn't realize that uh, team, Flair, team Flair might be, like, an all-time. I don't know who else is going to be on this team. Know either. But it might be an all-time team. Potentially. Just every Dva well, who in the else company. would there be I mean who are, who are the biggest jerks seemingly in the company
2: I'm gonna pull up the roster real quick because those are the two number one guys yeah um I mean you could have AJ current character of AJ would fit in maybe with that mm, he's too good in it like even that he's too good-natured. We need people who like
1: legitimately. Like, everybody actually seems really nice, and it's funny. I think that's something that Orton said on that Twitch stream, <coughs> um, is that uh, he thinks that there's a lot less jerks in the locker room these days, and he really likes that. I
2: think I read that. No, oh. um, Dolph, Dolph and Bob Rude, maybe they'd fit in. Yeah, maybe. I don't buy Bob Roode as, as I don't. Yeah, me neither. As a jerk to that degree. But he might fit in. I don't know, His man. character. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to be a hard time topping.
1: Yeah, really. Everybody oh, else Corden, seems like they're probably Corden. pretty nice. Those are the two guys who legitimately seem like they're, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Legit jerks, maybe. So, yeah, the Team Flare has its uh, work cut out for itself.
2: Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, That's a n g i dot com.
1: I think you're right. I think Anyways. you're right. After that, we had Last Woman Standing. This was fun. Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Yeah, I like that. The majority of it took place outside the ring and involved an office chair.
2: Yeah, again, some clever spots. Yeah, it was good stuff. Some of the stuff we hadn't seen before. Kendo sticks, office chairs. Let's put trap someone on an office chair and kick them over. They can't get up. Yeah, that was good stuff. Smart, smart, smart. I have a question though. Okay. So at one point, fairly early on, Natty puts uh, Lacey in a, in a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm, yeah. So she can't get to her feet. Mm-hmm. Yet the ref wasn't counting 10. Yeah. Shouldn't that be a situation where obviously this person is non- unable to get to their feet on their own power? Therefore, the ref should be counting. Wait, what was happening? So Natty had Lacey Evans in a sharpshooter. Yeah. And the ref wasn't doing a, a 10 no,
1: count. No, because there's action going on. Remember, that you can't, you're not counting 10. Every time you touch somebody, <clears throat> action resumes. And so the counting stops. That's a, that's a try. That's a that's a that's a.
2: Tradition. Let me ask you this. Okay. So, say there's a situation where uh, in this scenario, Lacey Evans uh, puts Natalya through the announce table, puts some stuff on top of her, and then sits on top of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some incidental contact between her foot and Natty's foot. Would the ref be counting then? I want to know, is there a delineation between what degree of contact could take place between the two competitors where the ref will and will not count? Okay, so this is pure speculation, given that their rule book is
1: essentially a zine. It's a sketch pad. Right. I would think that you are at that point. It's the same thing. That's basically pinning a person down. And I think with a last man standing or last woman standing match, the you have to be clear of the person. You have to done so much damage that you doing this, you pinning them down isn't enough. You can't like lay on somebody for ten seconds. You have to back up, and whatever will
2: be will it seems be. Seems awfully subjective. Sure, it is. Yeah. But if it was like a situation where, say, it was Yokozuna versus Bret Hart, and Yokozuna does a move and just sits on Bret Hart for twenty seconds, like Yokozuna should win that. Bret can't get up.
1: Well, okay. I think the idea of the match is the last person who can stand,
2: but can't. Right. But Doesn't. And yes. yeah, no, I understand. If Yokozuna
1: is on top of you, you can't. But it's only because he's on top. I mean, I take your point, but I kind of think that well, it's— Well, that's, that's—because cannot... we've, seen,
2: we've seen instances where we, there's been the last-man-standing matches where someone hasn't been able to get up, not because they've been incapacitated, because stuff has been put They're on top buried
1: of them. They're on, buried on—yeah. And if you're just one more piece of flotsam that's on top of them, I get what you're saying, and that seems like it'd be a bit subjective, but I would think that <laughs> if you want to be safe about it, just stay away from them. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, uh, Lacey Evans comes out. First, she cuts a promo. What did she say? I don't remember what she said. Oh, she had the garbage can. She had the garbage can. Yeah, she had turned Natalia into a garbage can. I knew that because it was a garbage can that had Natty's name on it. Yes, yes. But then Natalia came out, so that totally wasn't the case. Well, I think she was using
2: garbage can as a metaphor for Natalia.
1: Oh. I thought she was trying to convince us that she had turned Natalia into a garbage can. Mm -mm. Okay. Because
2: that was the case. And at a certain point, she threw Natalia at Natalia. Mm -hmm. Rogate technology right there. Cloned well, Natalia. This, this isn't two Garbage can universe. Garbage can universe. <laughs> where everybody obviously wears name tags to differentiate themselves. <laughs> exactly. How, how
1: am I supposed to know who that is?
2: He's just garbage like another can. aluminum gar, uh, garbage can to me. Yeah. Oh, that's Natalia, because your name's on your on the outside of your can. <laughs> right. Um, Natty has the upper hand early. She's like beating up Lacey all over the place, and the aforementioned spot where Lacey's in the sharpshooter. Uh, eventually, though, Lacey kicks Natalia. Uh, dumps her on her face. This is in the ring. This is like the first offense Lacey has got. And that, o- that almost won the match for her. Yeah, I, Yeah. I thought for, for a second, I thought it was going to be like a five-minute last woman standing match. I know, because Natty's down there. And then she doesn't get up until the count of eight. Mm-hmm. And then she springs right into action. And commentary mm-hmm. is justifying it by saying, well, maybe she was playing possum the whole time. Yeah. Um, anyways, they're down ringside. Uh, Lacey tosses Natalia into the barricade. Again, Natalia beats the count. Uh, And then Lacey kicks her back down. Uh, And then Lacey is acting like she's going to pull a table out from under the ring. And it's like, nah, puts it back. Maybe the idea is that she's a lady. Yeah. Lady doesn't resort to tables. Yeah. Uh, Ref starts counting. Uh, Natalia gets up. Lacey drives her into the ring steps. We're back from commercial. And then Lacey's tossing Natalia into the timekeeper area. She gets a kendo stick, takes it Natalia a few times. Natalia gets up before the 10 count. Lacey tosses her in the ring steps. This part was great. So Lacey gets uh, an office chair, puts a kendo stick uh, across Natalia's lap, essentially, Mm -hmm. trapping her in the chair, kicks over the chair. Mm -hmm. Ref starts counting. Natalia frees herself in time. That was a really clever spot. I like that. That was a good spot. Um, Lacey goes to hit her again with the kendo stick. Uh, Natalia gets it, takes it to Lacey. For a moment, however, uh, Lacey gets the upper hand. Then she gets the second kendo stick, hits uh, Natalia with it. Natalia rolls out of the ring. Uh, Lacey hits a neckbreaker on the foot of the ramp, and then she goes and gets her garbage can with Nat- Natalia's name on it, tosses uh, Natalia garbage can into and Natalia, and there's all sorts of garbage and trash all over the floor. There was like a whole burger in there. Yeah, the banana peel, too. Boy, who's
1: going to waste a good burger like yeah, that, Yeah, sounds man. good.
2: Uh, follows it with moonsault off the barricade. Yeah. Not enough to win, though. Uh, they start going up the ramp a bit. Lacey hits the suplex, tosses her into the, uh, the, the half pipe. That stage just isn't cutting it, man.
1: Nope. Although <clears throat> this is the first time we got to see somebody slide down it. Yeah, that was fun. That was kind of fun. But it's dude, just so plain. When you get when you have when you
2: have SmackDown Live and they're just doing you know Rawgate looking stuff, it just feels it feels smaller. It does. I like the LEDs behind it because there was actually like when the club came out there was yeah. words on it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just the actual Tron apparatus setup it's unimpressive.
1: Yeah, I know. It makes Rob feel like the C show, man. Yeah, I
2: know. Uh, anyways, so they're brawling up by the announce table. Lacey puts Natalia on the table, hits the suplex. Table doesn't break, though. Uh, Natalia gets up before the count of ten. Uh, so Lacey tosses her into the stage. That's where Natalia slid down the half pipe. Tries a suplexer off. Natalia counters with the suplexer her own. And then power bombs Lacey off the stage through a table to get the win. Yep. It's a fun match.
1: Yeah. No, it was good. I especially like Vic Joseph having somebody screaming in his ear to get Jerry Lawler off the dang announce table platform thing. Yeah. Because they were going to do a thing. And somebody's probably like, that dude has literally died at commentary before. Get him away from the action. And Lawler wouldn't, like, he moved down, like, one step. And you see Vic Joseph down there. And he's not budging. How you doing, man? They had to like, freeze your arteries or something before. Remember that? Wasn't yeah. that crazy? It was like a dude, like a EMT guy or some doctor there who like knew some revolutionary process
2: for like... Oh, for, like, reviving somebody.
1: Reviving somebody. Lucky that guy was in the building. Yeah, I
2: know. After that, quick shot of uh, Tyson Fury backstage with his family. Um, come back from commercial, we get an Alistair Black promo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He just wants someone to pick a fight with him. I want Raw as a, as a battlefield. Testing ground, something like testing that. Testing
1: ground of battle. And I'm, you know, you know, I'm just going to go out there and do it myself. I'm going to pick a
2: fight with somebody.
1: Yeah. Man, I hope the God just freaking do something with the guy. I know. He's really I'm good. I'm
2: so tired of this pick a fight stuff. He's really good. Uh, next Street Profits doing a promo. They hype the draft, do some scouting reports. So my grappling gamer here
1: says, I don't get the I don't get the Rusev being cucked out the Lashley angle. I'm curious about the payoff. I think we all know what the payoff's gonna be. It's gonna be a live sex show. Three way. Three way dance. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Triple threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry.
2: Anyways, yeah, Street Profits, Uh they were hyping up the draft doing some uh brief scouting reports.
1: Yeah, I don't know if uh, Montez Ford forgot that uh forgot the order of the people or if they, oh he didn't see
2: if there was no monitor there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. It was all awkward and weird. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, a Tyson Fury and Braun recap from SmackDown, followed by a Tyson Fury interview. Yeah. Um, he said he's there. Uh, he wants an apology for Braun. I want an apology from Braun. He says he didn't initially want to fight, but if he doesn't get an apology, he'll say have a good time. He he fight he will. Oh my apology. Next, War Raiders taking on Rudolph in a non-title bout. I give this match a lot of time. They did. I thought it was a cool match. And it was fun. Yeah. Um, War Raiders had the upper hand early, uh, until uh, Ray Rose on the apron. Dolph pulls him off. Mm-hmm. Rudolph gets him off. And the, especially the early part of this match, this kind of story was uh, War Raiders would lump up Bob Rude or Dolph, and it was like they didn't almost know how to to take it. Mm-hmm, There's yeah, that one spot, yeah. especially where Rowe hits uh, Bob Rude with his knee, and Bob Rude like rolls out of the ring like he just got hit by a car. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, they book they're they're booking the War Raiders finally. I mean, they've always been booked strong, but it was always a bunch you know against the chumps. Yeah, but man, they're really they're going all in on the mm-hmm. War Raiders, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, following that spot where Dolph pulls Roe off the apron, your tag champs have the upper hand uh, until Ray Road dodges a corner splash from Dolph, shoulder tackles Bob Roode, gets the hot tag to Hanson. Um, he kind of takes control for a bit. Eventually, Roe's back in was this great spot where Rudolph hit a spine buster zigzag combo. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was neat. Yeah, that was really cool. Only gets a two-count form. Finish saw Ray Rowe avoid a glorious DDT. Uh, War Raiders hit Viking Experience for the win. Uh, As announced later on, they will have a title bout yeah. next week on Raw.
1: That's got to be like some sort of DQ finish. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they're going to pull the trigger on that just yet. Maybe no. at the next... The so next pay-per-view Survivor Series?
2: Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. Crown Jewel's is the next pay-per-view. Oh, well, eh. they could do it there. It's entirely possible, Yes, guess. We I don't know. the War Raiders winning their tag titles. Well, I might get us War Raiders versus Revival at Survivor Series. That'd be neat. Ooh, whoa. You're
1: right. That could be awesome. Because it yeah. seems
2: like they're kind of teasing to a certain extent um, brand versus brand. You know, they're kind of setting up Charlotte versus Becky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Although, the I, I was
1: actually kind of surprised with that. I mean, I guess we can talk about it a little bit now. I was kind of surprised that they didn't sort of have Becky Charlotte implode a bit more than they did because they really didn't really mm-hmm. implode. Mm-hmm. It was just Oscar and Kyrie saying used some pretty good heel moves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought they were going to set that up a bit more. But, yeah, yeah they're kind of teasing it like they're around each other. Yeah, so, talking I mean, trash. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Trying to act like yeah. they're going to work together. Yeah. But Charlotte's like, I'm the professional here.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah that was interesting yeah it seems like one There's of these, all sorts of products one of these options could both help them. Them. yeah or all, both all yes, of them. yes. All, of them. all of them
1: yeah absolutely anyways after that yeah we had a uh alistair black promo he's gonna head down to the ring right now to see who wants to who wants to pick, pick fight with me where was his promo why did i, I did not
2: remember it was in another dark room oh was it okay okay he had he didn't ha- he had it like no shirt on though so he's okay no, i do remember that okay so then uh, we go to commercial. We come back. Singh Brothers are in the ring. Um, they're out there. One of the the themes of the show was that was brought up was uh, this was a showcase episode of Raw, people to showcase their skills to improve their draft stock.
1: Man, they kayfabe the network executives. They did. They did Fox too. and USA. The, they're in the Ricochet Apollo Crews match, especially. And they did. Yeah, the, earlier on too. Yeah, they were saying, uh, "Yeah, they the Fox and USA," because Jerry Lawler was bringing up. He was like. Do you think that Fox and USA Network executives are going to be uh, you know, battling it out over these superstars? I'm like, of course, yeah. They want to make sure that uh, – brand. I think they even use the word brand supremacy or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's, there's another tease for Survivor Series. Who knows? Maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I kind of like that. That
2: was good. No, that was cool. I so, thought that was uh, cool, too. Yeah, the Singh
1: Brothers came out a uh, little maybe ambiguous as to whether or not this is evidence that 205 might be on the chop. I don't know. Like they're there on Raw. Well, they They mentioned they're from 205. Yes,
2: we came up here from 205 live because we essentially they said they went we would be the first draft pick on Raw. Right. Yeah. So they're looking to get drafted off of 205. They're looking to get off the Titanic. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I I don't know if you noticed
1: this, but uh, on Instagram NXT, NXT's official account, they uh, uh, Instagrammed out a picture of Drew Gulak versus uh, uh, Leo Rush Mm -hmm. from this week. But some of the branding on it was uh, purple. It was like 205 colors, but also kind of NXT. Interesting. Like Aesthetic. branding. Aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Um, anyways, they say they want to. Pick, they came out here to pick a fight with Alistair, to beat him, and then uh, make the case that they should be the top draft pick for all. Mm-hmm. They called themselves the greatest tag team on 205 Live, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Alistair wasn't having any of it. Uh, he beat the heck out of the Singh Brothers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, quickly.
1: He didn't even, oh, and he used um, a dragon sleeper, essentially. Yeah, that was rad. That was awesome. And he, had, pretty he, cool. had the, yeah, he had he the, has, the arm
2: hooked. He had his arms, his hands locked behind yeah. him. Yeah. That was rad. Yeah, he hit Samir with a black mass, and then made Sunil tap with the dragon sleeper. Yeah, let's
1: get this dude into some real
2: feuds, man.
1: Let's get him out there doing stuff. Agreed. Out of that room and picking a fight.
2: Yeah, man, it has been doing that for months. Yeah. Upon months. Like, why didn't
1: they give him the cool, like, the AOP stuff? That stuff is so cool. Yeah, like no. give him some of that Something like
2: that You know I know Instead of just
1: mm. it seems so After everything was on NXT That seems so unnatural
2: I know It is. I mean like he, he he had such mystique Yeah I know Because he
1: said so little That entrance attire though He had like a gold snake Yeah that was great raptor. He's was always awesome. had great vests Oh yeah Those boys were top tops. notch man Tops man tops. Yeah
2: Yeah no, they're, they're, they they could be doing a whole heck of a lot more with Alistair, not just in terms of lack of wrestling, but in terms of more interesting character stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He could be super
2: over. Because he just seems like he's passive. He's waiting for someone to come pick a fight with him. Yeah. Well, like, why should I care? If he wants to fight, go out and fight somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take it to somebody. Yeah. Be proactive, Alistair, not mm-hmm. not reactive. Yeah. Uh, next guy, quick shot of Braun, like really over the top, pantomiming some conversation with somebody. It was like really over the top.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was like, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. A, it was bad. Production writer guys sitting there like, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the interview, um, he was asked, "Are you going to apologize?" Um, and Brock kind of says, or Braun says, "I don't know. Maybe if he's cool, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if he comes into my ring and disrespects what I do, then uh-uh. hands, hands." Uh, next, a Brock, Kofi, Kane Velasquez recap from SmackDown. Followed by a really good Rey Mysterio oh, interview. This He's was been doing great work on the mic. Probably the
1: segment of the freaking night, man. God, this was so good. Mm-hmm. Whenever he busts out some Espanol, talks about mi familia, and then when you know we all call him Kane Velasquez, Cain. Mm-hmm. I love that, mm-hmm. man. Oh man, this was so good. So yeah. yeah, he talked about Dominic's not doing too good. He got brutalized by Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and then he, he really he did a he did a better job selling Cain Velasquez Velasquez. Uh, better than Kane did coming out on SmackDown. Yeah, man. Uh, he really put him over big time. Yeah,
2: you said. Uh, so I was sitting in the the hotel. or sorry, the the hospital with Dominic and in walks Dominic's Godfather, mm-hmm. Kane. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, "Who who can I turn to essentially to avenge this beatdown other than my family?" Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he totally put over Kane. Yeah, saying like the two time UFC heavyweight champion, the man <laughs> who beat Brock, and the only yeah. man on this planet that Brock Lesnar fears. Yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's been delivering some awesome promos of late, and this is probably the best of the bunch.
1: Yeah, this is whenever, man, whenever, whenever they got Dominic involved in a Rey Mysterio angle, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Who can forget the custody on a pole ladder match?
2: <laughs> Epic stuff, man. <laughs> really good.
1: It was actually really good though. Yeah, like no. when you go back and actually look at that stuff, it's set, it is obviously very silly, but holy crap, those guys took it so seriously and yep. it added so much to it. It was good stuff. Yep. Vicky was getting all involved in stuff. That was terrific.
2: Yep. Uh, next another AOP promo this one was awesome just like all the other ones yeah this is
1: good man the writing on this is so solid but yeah they talk about the same kind of stuff we grew up far away but we had similar stories Uh, and this one had more to do with you know uh, when you're trying to feed your family you have to
2: fight the other person uh, for it you have to scrap for it sometimes you have to take what's theirs because you want it essentially and we're
1: not yeah we're not content with just feeding our families we want to take away from your family yeah that's rough man yeah man
2: Rudo after that, the OC taking on Lucha House Party, uh, obvious mismatch here. Uh, and well, it was a fun match, Lucha House Party got plenty of offense, and uh, not surprisingly, the OCs picked up the win. hmm Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is just uh, we gotta
1: we gotta remind these people that it's not like the OC from like six months ago. I mean, it still kind
2: of seems like it is, but I mean, it's the not. OC just lost to War Raiders twice. Yeah. Um. Finish saw AJ pinning Kalisto off phenomenal forearm. After the match, uh, Gallows and Anderson lay out Grand leak with a Magic Killer, and then uh, they start taking the boots to Lindsey. AJ says, All right, come over here. I'm give him a Styles Clash. I'm going to give him a Styles Clash. So he sits on the top rope, Gallows and Anderson. Bring him over. He gets a Styles Clash off the second rope. Yeah.
1: Not going to be on the first rope, but it's not going to be on the top rope either. I think the second rope is a good middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. It's not too scary. <laughs> it's not too scary, but it's kind of scary. scary. A little bit scary. A little bit scary. Keep your head up. Yeah.
2: Uh, next, Miss TV with guests Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Uh,
1: yeah, and then Miss was hyping up the draft, saying you guys can end up on different brands or on the same brand.
2: Yeah. I don't know what brand you get in. Yeah. And then they're like talking trash to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, she, Becky said to Charlotte, "Hey, you're carrying the belt that I made famous. I made important." Charlotte said, "But I made you famous. I swerved you. Yeah. I made you famous. I'm the about. I'm the professional here.
1: Yeah." Well, because then he was talking about the championship show, or champion showcase. Yeah, yeah, Becky Becky's like, I've got a score to settle with Asuka, and Charlotte was like,
2: I'm a professional.
1: Yeah, and they both stood up
2: and held the belts up, and then yeah. o- o- Oscar and Kairi Sane came out the ramp and talked a bunch of trash in Japanese, this and it was great. wonderful. Did you this read any of awesome. the translation? I did not. Uh, I can't remember who, but one of them said, I'm going to, I think, kick the shit out of you. <laughs> she, she cursed? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Oh, I, I hope whoever
1: said that was Kyrie Say. That'd be great, <laughs> man.
2: I but it was great. They were, they were, they were speaking Japanese, laughing. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And like
1: Becky was up there, like they show him. Becky has like you know, <laughs> she sort of saw like a polite smile on her face, like oh, you're saying something, but I don't know what it is. So I'm just yeah, gonna sit. You're here. You're saying
2: something mean, probably, but I just had to sit here and take it. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't know what it I is. Can't, I
1: can't say anything back because I have no context.
2: Yeah. And so Becky calls out Oscar. <laughs> Oscar uh, and Kyrie come down the ring brawl breaks out eventually rest separate him come back commercial we have a match
1: mm-hmm yeah it was good man it was uh, like I said especially the the Becky Oscar stuff
2: which is really fierce and then Charlotte
1: was really getting into it also I thought this was just a really fun
2: match. yeah I wonder if they're gonna kind of do a thing if they're gonna have Becky and Charlotte team up a bit more with the idea that remember when when rude and Dolph first got together they kind of frame their partnership as just two singles guys who are a tag team, but they mm-hmm. don't wrestle like a tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no unity, no cohesion between them. They more or less go in there and wrestle as two singles guys mm-hmm. and don't worry about working together. That's since passed because we mm-hmm. saw they had the zigzag spine buster thing. If that's going to be the case with Becky and Charlotte, but it's going to go beyond that, where when they're in there, they want to show up the other person. They want to show, up, no, I'm the better of the two of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he kind of got a hint of that, mm-hmm, where bit, Charlotte yeah. got that tag and then she just cleared house. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Even it's not necessarily a spoken thing, you know, commentaries part. Just the idea that, oh, Charlotte's in, she's going to go in there and just lay out everybody. Yeah. Oh, Becky gets that tag, she's going to, want to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Charlotte hits natural selection on Oscar. Oscar rolls out of the ring. Uh, Kyrie kind of tends to do her. Charlotte lays them both out with a moonsault. Um, Charlotte gets back in the ring, goes for some sort of slingshot-type thing over the top rope to the outside. Asuka hits her with a knee. We come back from commercial. Becky's in there. Uh, she's in control until Kyrie hits her with a back fist, or as you like to call it. What's that? What do you call a back fist, mistakenly? Oh, not mistakenly, Judas Effect. Yeah, it's not Judas <laughs> Effect.
1: Somebody else did a Judas Effect last night. Oh, Alistair Black. He hit a Judas back. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he does a back elbow. Um, so Kyrie's going the top rope, maybe for insane elbow. Becky tosses her off, falls with a leg drop from the second rope, goes with the pin. Asuka breaks it up with a kick. Um, and then Kyrie, this is an interesting finish, though. Kyrie chop blocks Charlotte mm-hmm. and then rolls up Becky. Becky kicks out and puts Kyrie immediately in disarmor. Mm-hmm. So rather than the ref checking on the potential submission, to finish the match. He goes. He goes over and checks on Charlotte yeah. on her knee. Yeah.
1: Well, she's a, she's you know the company's really big on her. I understand so that. You got to make sure that match the match is still
2: happening though. You know. This is interesting. So anyways, Austin comes over, uh, spits missed Becky's face, mm-hmm. allowing uh, Kyrie an opportunity to roll Becky up for the win, um, and then uh, after that, Charlotte. Magically, now her knee's fine. Um, she lays out both Asuka and Kyrie, uh, but then they turn the tables pretty quickly. And then Alexa and Nikki come out to make the save and clear the ring.
1: I, I read this on Twitter. Hmm. First time Becky Lynch has been pinned on WWE TV in 17 months. Wow.
2: Been a while. It has been a while. Been a while.
1: Yeah, That's something else, man. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really terrific stuff, though. Uh, after that, we had a really good Apollo Cruz interview. He said he's going to fight his good friend Ricochet.
2: I like they brought up the fact that these two guys are really good friends.
1: Me too. I uh, thought that was good. Um, so
2: it's nothing personal. Just we got to Im- improve our, our lot in the draft. Yep, especially Apollo Cruz. <laughs>
1: especially,
2: him. yeah. Uh-oh.
1: And in fact, I kind of wish that he would have won this. Ricochet doesn't need the win right now, man. He's he's hot in everything he does. Yeah. Apollo Cruz really needs a win.
2: Yeah I know he does Yeah, um, War Raiders promo Where they're like Hey we want tag titles now Yeah Yeah they confirmed That they've been booked For a tag title match Yep And then the Ricochet interview At Gorilla Position He confirmed they are friends Yeah he's like He's one of my best friends mm-hmm. um, It's nothing personal We're just out here To show off what we can do mm-hmm.
1: um, I'd love these guys To be not in a tag team But them in a faction Akira Tozawa and Moose Yeah The four of them Yeah
2: That'd be great That'd, That'd be, be amazing I know Amazing
1: just, just show people. I want to see people like be friends.
2: I know. It's, it's so appealing. Showcase the natural chemistry. Right? This group of friends actually yes. has. Yes. Like I feel like at times we get a little bit of that with the OC.
1: A little bit. Yeah. But a they also have bit. to
2: be like a bit too in character. I also. Know. Yeah. I know. Uh, this was a really fun match. It wasn't very long. Yeah. No,
1: it was fun though. It was all like high flying move for high yeah. flying move. Yeah.
2: Feet of athleticism matching feet of athleticism. Yeah. Uh, ricochet, excuse me, unsurprisingly. Bleh, bleh. Ricochet unsurprisingly picked up the win with a recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, That's such a fun move. It is. It's a, more or less a single leg code breaker.
1: Yeah, I know. It's great. But he's so, like, light. Mm-hmm. Like, when Jericho does it, it's like, you know, he's somebody's throwing a big old heavy anchor on somebody. Yeah. But with Ricochet, he, like, climbs. He, like, jumps up and, like, scales him. Puts their Bang. Oh, yeah. I love it.
2: So, yeah. Looks great. Yeah, he's amazing. He gets the win, um, and after that, we had a very brief Seth Fiend uh, Hell in the Cell recap. Yeah, it was very quick, and then everybody on Twitter is like,
1: "They buried it in the
2: show," which they totally did. They totally did. Yeah, they totally did. I mean, that's that's an
1: accurate statement I think. <laughs> from Twitter, <laughs> from wrestling Twitter. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, it was confirmed then: Rudolph versus War Raiders for tag titles, and then we had a Tyson Fury interview uh, where he's talking about apologizing and stuff. Yeah. Um, in the middle of the ring. And then Braun comes to the ring, interrupts the interview. Uh,
2: says, "I threw at first I was just having fun with you, and then I saw that look in your eye like you wanted to throw down, so I threw Dolph into you because of that. hmm yeah. Um, and says, that if you ever step foot in my ring, Tyson, I'll literally eat you for lunch. Cannibalism
1: confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was wearing your Christmas pants. He too. was.
2: I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then Tyson says, no, if I got in here, I would knock you out. Mm-hmm. And then Braun says, well, we don't end matches here at the 10 count. You know, you got to get up sooner or something. Like essentially. a slow, dumb 10 count. Just like your last fight with Wilder. And then Tyson counters, well, I'm the heavyweight champion. When's the last time you won a heavyweight title? Ooh. Ooh, that got Braun fuming. Yeah, man. They start fighting. So the security that was circling the ring comes in, tries to break them up, can't. Tries to break them up, can't tries to break him up can't mm-hmm. um,
1: Tyson's like punching people left and right well he wouldn't come close to punching anybody <laughs> well some of those look pretty good some yeah, of those look pretty good a couple of them were there was one well there was one that i noticed was like oh my god did that guy actually just get hit he was getting pretty close to some of those guys they were doing a good job selling it
2: well they were doing a good job selling but someone like he was just doing this Yeah, well you know he's learning i know
1: i was watching i was watching it so like my My living room is all cleared out right now. So my 70 inch is like, you know, out of commission for right now until tomorrow. But uh, I was watching on, I was in my office, uh, packing a bunch of those fifth anniversary shirts. And I had like my iPad up. So
2: so it was a really small view. So from that point of view, it looked great. All right. (laughs) Um, So they have Braun kind of held up by security at ringside. Tyson's in the ring. Eventually Tyson does the punch and clears the ring. Braun, Braun clears out security ringside. Uh, back in the ring they start to fight again kind of uh, locker room comes out separates them and it's a thing where they separate him for a bit they go at it separate him for a bit go at it separate for a bit go out eventually uh braun is escorted backstage he does a gorilla interview and he's hype he's like tyson's a real tough son of a bitch but he's gonna get these hands mm-hmm. are you gonna apologize to him no, no no in fact and he storms back off yeah towards the ring again Brawl broken up. Brawl, we have three more minutes up. to fill. I know. Brawl broken up. Yeah.
1: Um. Uh. Who's this? Mister McFluffins here in chat makes a good point. I mean, I might not be into this feud or whatever. I might not care about it, but he makes. But he says Tyson was a great talker. Didn't stumble his words like most a- a- athletes. I know he did. He was very natural. He was very comfortable. He was, yeah, he was very comfortable. I mean, he's known for being
2: a big talking guy, and mm. you know, and yeah, very he charismatic very and stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, you want to answer some questions? Would you like to look at the television first from poke says it's my birthday friend I get a shout out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you Christian Womble did sack news say anything about the riot Sunday night?
1: There was no riots. There's no riots. It didn't happen.
2: No white riots fake news Abraham Aquino was there <laughs> you live at that. What <laughs> you chuckled today? He said no Wyatt riots <laughs> Abraham, uh, was there live really felt like the B show. Yeah, I kind of felt like the B show watching it at home too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they
1: got I mean they got the big celebrity thing going on in the main event. Yeah. So
2: that makes it feel a little bit less like the yeah. B show. John Williams fury should have pushed Devon and told him to get a table works every time. Yeah, it's cool go. seeing Devon out there. That was was uh Brian Jankowski says confession the invasion angle wasn't that bad.
1: Al contraire, Brian.
2: It was pretty bad. Zach Hughes says, love the thumbnail, guys. Lol. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty good one. Justin is sick. Says, am I the only one that wants to see Bailey in the Firefly Funhouse? Would be dope.
2: Haven't uh, considered it. Be interesting, I guess. It would be interesting. Sean Lathrop, today I'm officially down 115 pounds. Wow. Thank you for always giving me entertainment <clears> and <throat> awkward laughter at the gym these last few years. Congratulations, yeah, Sean. Congrats. That's
1: terrific. I got to hit up Sean and get some pointers. Nick C. says, uh, this was my first, oh, I was Nicholas Combs, I think. He said, this was my first three-hour Raw in years, and I was exhausted. I'll also be at SmackDown this week, so Nick isn't stopping, man. He says, I can get you guys some shirts if you want. Too sweet friendos. Well, too sweet to you, Nick. Thanks for the offer. Just go have fun, man. Don't mm-hmm. worry about us. Mm-mm. Go have fun. We met him yes. in uh,
2: Vegas. Yes, a Double or Nothing. Yeah, yes. terrific guy. Great. Real Great. terrific fellow. Uh, Suplex Casey. Are Bobby and Rusev going to be the Smash Bros? Heck yeah, man. They're, gonna, they're all going to come together on this, man. Exactly. Uh, DKC returns. Uh, Ray uh, going to top Cena in the going into raw math now. Getting up there in the promo department, man. Man, that promo is so heartfelt. That's great.
1: Whenever you say familia, you got me. You got me hooked.
2: Shaq 462, Shaq justice do. for Kofi.
1: By the way, new episode, thrilling, thrilling uh, basketball game on my Slow Wolfpack YouTube NBA 2K channel. Check it out. Uh, The link is uh, on my Twitter at MF Steve here. It's really terrific.
2: I agree, though. Justice for Kofi.
1: Buzzer beater maybe at the end. I mean, it's kind of in the title, isn't it? Let's see how many subs I got on that channel now. Oh, man, 1,116.
2: Oh, man, almost 1,200. Terrific. That's the goal I want for you, Steve, 1,200 subs. Yeah, man. It's great.
1: Uh, let's see here. We're on the Patreon right now. For one dollar, you can uh, have your questions posted and maybe answered on the Patreon.
2: Thirty-time uh, European champion Dwayne "Nick's" Raw was pretty ass tonight. But besides that, since the draft is coming up, where do you like to see Ricochet land?
1: On the A Show SmackDown. You imagine him. Imagine his. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The entrance that it gave him. Oh man. That They'd give him yeah, with man. that Raw. All the thing. lasers.
2: Oh man, that'd be great. Lightning too
1: uh aka billy was that the most filler episode of raw that's ever filled no man dude come on you know what no one can say anything about raw these days given where we were at the turn of the year The the christmas and new year's episode granted though they're all they're always crap Mm -hmm. but where we were around that time those two or three months or whatever things were it was filler episode after filler episode after filler episode. Yeah. yeah. It was literally just 3 hours of boring. Yeah. Back in November, December, January, February. It was
2: awful. Yeah, it was not
1: good. So, look,
2: was it still it, might not be great, but
1: was it great? No. No. But let's not forget where we came from. Before. Yeah.
2: Uh, James Rodriguez. What happened after Lashley turned off the lights? Did Lana and him get it on while a whole camera crew watched? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it. They you know, they they earned their paycheck that day. Mm-hmm. Wolfpack for life. Who'll be making the on-screen picks for the draft? Bischoff and Heyman, Stephanie and Vince. One guy from each network that doesn't know anything about wrestling. I don't think that. So last time they did a draft, I was thinking about this too. Last, I what would you
1: prefer? So in 2016, there was no authority figures calling out the names, was yeah, there? In there was.
2: There were podiums set up on the top of the stage. With whom? Shane and
1: Steph. Oh, that's Vince put them each in charge. You're right about that. Yeah. I would think it'd just be commentary this time. Yeah, just Would you prefer that or Heyman
2: Bischoff? Commentary. I'd prefer Heyman Bischoff. Mm, I don't want Bischoff anywhere near it on my television screen. Look, man. Bischoff. Big strong boy, where do you you think the Rusev storyline is heading to? What's the answer, Steve?
1: I I already said this, man. Triple threat.
2: Lot of smashing. Live sex show. Lot of smashing. Yeah, man. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, did it feel like Creative just gave up for tonight to Raw? Very bad timing to have such a poor pay per view after All Elite Wrestling has its first week of Dynamite. And uh, Hell in the Cells, poor reception felt like it killed a lot of steam and morale after watching tonight. Uh, It definitely. uh, Lesson that seemed like a lot of a th- in potential enthusiasm.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. I'll say at the I mean, like I didn't necessarily have a, tr- a huge problem. I, I was huge on the ending of Hell and stuff, but I didn't have a problem with it, anyways. I understood. I think hopefully the story they're trying to tell. And I'm e- e- eager to see where it goes. But if it had gone the way that I think a lot of fans wanted to, Bray had won that title. There had been a lot of talk going into Raw last night yeah. positively. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As opposed to a lot of negative talk. Oh yeah.
1: People were ready. People were ready. They were willing and, and anxious to be down on raw last night. Yeah. And I understand it. I get it. Like, you know, you you've got whatever you want to call it. Negative momentum. You've got negative energy going into the show. People aren't going to be, you know, they're going to be way less inclined to give them the benefit of the doubt and be open-minded about the show. Um, so, you know, I think that's where it's coming from. Uh, let's see here. Uh in the Discord, uh the businessman Maddie says, "Heard you wanted a long microphone." Uh yeah, what are we going to use that for? We're we going to use that for the draft? Yeah. Yeah, that's a terrific looking uh Bob microphone. Barker mic. That's a great looking mic. Uh Cody Miles says there's no re-, he says you're quoting, there's no wrestling tonight. You're forgetting about NWA. Yeah, that's right. I think oh, yeah. that show that airs tonight. It could be.
2: I got a video to edit, unfortunately. Uh, let's see here.
1: Uh, Adam Darwin. So when is Kyrie getting her Raw Women's Title match? She pinned Becky. It's true. Which is how Charlotte got her match at Hell in a Cell.
2: Um, yeah, that's yeah. There it's a good go. question. Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quixotica. Forced in a while, I noticed there was a lot of talk on Raw about quote unquote brand supremacy, and they actually didn't shy away from talking about USA versus Fox. And who would get the better superstars? Do you think that there could ever come a time where both networks are generally fighting or bidding on which wrestlers they will get? No. Not that directly, no. Uh, Brand X patron champion Sean McMahon uh, says this is your Brand X champion, New King of Donk style. I was wondering, since WWE brought back the live sex celebration, what other famous in-ring non-wrestling action do you want back? Too sweet and a hearty handshake.
1: Not in-ring, non-wrestling action. Well, sometimes they've had, like, uh, weddings inside the ring. That's one I really don't want to see back. No. I don't care about
2: that. More festivals of friendship.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one.
2: Um, Okay, Lord Ziffer says, Less of a question, more of a comment, but I was there at Hell and Cell, and the main event looked amazing. I love the red glow, total horror movie vibe. And while I do not do not agree with the decision, it was really cool to see in person.
1: Well, that's a that's definitely an opinion that's not not in the majority. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. So that's you see, really... the Raw
2: Observer had that extended uh, Twitter thread and got a lot of traction about the finish to Hell in a Cell.
1: I did not see that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, and then apparently uh, after uh, Raw. Uh, the Fiend attacks Cesaro last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So that happened. I think I was on their .com. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. But says Alistair Black recently did a podcast where he explains that he wants to fight so someone can take him out of his misery. He did a podcast in character. That's interesting. That was weird. Uh, let's see here. uh Jimmy Thomas says what are you watching tonight AEW Dark or NWA
2: They AEW Dark looks
1: good man they've got some good matches sorry excuse me they've got like a what is it Darby Allen versus uh Oh man it was it was like it's a terrific little lineup they got going
2: Oh yeah on. yeah yeah isn't I think Darby Allen's taking on Jimmy Havoc on Wednesday
1: That's on Wednesday to determine I think yeah, a new number, number 1 contender, contender. yeah uh let's see here. AEW.
2: All elite wrestling. All elite wrestling. Yeah, the lineup for the the AEW dark looked really good. That's weird. Why would it not be here?
1: Let's try AEW Dark. Oh, here we go. Uh yeah, Darby Allen versus Chima. Oh, that's right. That's awesome. That's gonna be good. Uh SCU versus Jurassic Express. Uh Lucha Brothers versus Angelico and Jack Evans.
2: No, them four uh, eight man tag.
1: Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. So them against Private Party and Best Friends, mm-hmm. and then a uh, t- is it a tag team match. Yeah, yeah. Britt Baker and Ally versus uh, Penelope Ford and B Priestley. That's a that's a good match. These are all yeah. good matches. Yeah, those were solid matches, man. It's good stuff. Yeah,
2: it's good stuff.
1: It's good stuff. Anyways, um. Devil Kazuya says Cody already gave away the results of the Darby Allen match. I don't care. That's a I don't care who wins that. That's a good match. I want to see.
2: Yeah, man. That's yeah. all about process, not results. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could probably guess who's going to win, but <laughs> Devil Kazuya said he literally tweeted out the winner. Well, Cody's got a lot going on. Yeah, man. Yeah. So anyway, again, it's all about seeing the action, not necessarily the uh, the winner. Yeah, for sure. At least that's my my mindset.
1: Uh, for overruns today, we're going to do a frame by frame look at the two K twenty my career trailer
2: mm. that's what we're
1: gonna do today all right we're gonna discuss this uh this the th- th- thievery this theft okay i haven't seen raw gate technology the
2: trailer yet so this is gonna be something else then yeah fair enough anyways
1: thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it you guys can check out that episode of overrun that bonus episode youtube channel members click the join button if you want to join up and then uh, and catch all that bonus stuff and then of course over on the patreon five dollars a month mm-hmm. uh gets you access to all of our bonus content Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk. To, oh, wait, one more. Alto fans were already mad before Hell in a Cell. They moved everyone who purchased Road J, left side of the ramp, over to the wall. Wow. Wow. Okay. So they they are, agree, they ready to go. Already. Sacramentans. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready wow. to throw down. Talk to you guys later.
2: Bye.